Hey, it's Kate from ADHDKidsCanThrive.com. Thank you for listening. For this week's podcast, I'm the special guest, Kate Brownfield, founder of ADHDKidsCanThrive.com. This week, I'm going to share with you all my learned wisdom from parenting kids with ADHD as we all transition into these summer months. It can be tricky time for ADHD kids and families as the school year ends and we begin into begin summer and try to get into that groove. Um, so I thought I'd put together my top 10 tips for you. So let's get started. First tip, make sure you keep up with some sort of daily structure of routine for your kids. It sounds simple, um, but the summer can be very loose or different. So I, I, advise for your kids to have downtime that's really good for them but too much downtime um, isn't good for them either so it's a little bit of a balance but some sort of schedule and routine in their life is really going to help your child as well as your family keep sailing smoothly through these summer months my second tip is provide an easy to find visual daily or weekly schedule for your child that shows them what's happening for the day and for the week. Uh, These summer days can often be different every day, probably every week. So it can be hard for your child to remember what's coming next. And that can cause drama rama in the family. So to help keep things calm and smooth sailing, I recommend a visual schedule for the day and the week. That will help your child transition more smoothly. It supports their memories. It helps them meet the expectations for the day. So there's just a couple of ways you could do this. If they're using technology, you can use a family calendar like Apple Calendar or Google Calendar. So they can reference every day what they have going, where they're going, who's coming over or whatever. Um, And then also just little sticky notes, depending on the age of your child. But if they're reading by third grade, they can start getting the hang of using um, post-it notes and referencing what they have going for the day. In my household, I put them where my, um, I've done this for a long time. I just put the reminders on little sticky notes where they eat their breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And so any time of the day, they can reference maybe um, what's to come or what's coming as reminders. So the sticky note is doing the talking and not me. Number three, now is the time to build a new skill that will help them with their schoolwork. So previewing what's to come or building skills during the summer can be really helpful for ADHD kids. Um, I would recommend just focusing like on one or two things that they may need to work on or develop or build more confidence in use this time in the summer to do that. And I'm not advocating that they go to summer school all day, every day, because that's no fun. Um, But it may be necessary. But if not, I would recommend maybe doing like a morning program, or if you can find a tutor to work with them for an hour, two or three times a week, that can be very beneficial. It keeps them busy. It keeps their skills up and it helps kind of build their confidence maybe in a particular subject or category of things in school to help them um, go into the new year with a little bit more confidence. 
Number four, it's also a time to build their skills in just general life responsibility. So use this time, again, just one or two things. Don't try to change their whole um, life over one summer. These things take time. So pick one or two things. Maybe it's going to be they're going to make their own lunch or they're going to make their own breakfast this summer because there's time and more time and space in life for them to be able to do that. Maybe they're going to learn how to sort the laundry or do their own laundry or get the dishes into the sink or into the dishwasher. Use this time to build one or two new skills in the world of life responsibility that they need to be working towards. It's a good time of year to do that. Number five, brainstorm with your child at least 10 things that they can do and like to do when they have independent time. Make it very visual and very visible for them to reference easily in the house. So when they don't have anything else to do, um, they can look at this list and it'll kind of prompt them on some different things that they could do with their time. Could be go ride their bike do arts and crafts, walk the dog, go check on the neighbor, you know, reading, playing with Legos, listening to music, watch a movie, whatever it may be. Pick 10 things, write them down. You could, depending as a parent, how creative and organized you are yourself, you could put a picture of them doing that activity next to the, to the written activity so that they can um, reference that, whatever you want to do. It can be as, as simple as you want or as um, creative and graphic as you want, but just make a list so they can reference it. When they come to you, maybe and say, I don't know what to do with my free time. You can point to the list. Again, it's less mom or dad directing the child and it gives them a visual reminder of different things they can do. Number six, I highly recommend limiting screen time this summer. Uh, the kids, kids can have a lot of free time, but they don't really benefit from having a ton of time on screens, whether that be the phone, computer, or gaming. So I just recommend as a parent, continue to limit that and come up with a family plan for the summer on what the rules are going to be around screen time and stick to it. And again, if they're bored, they can then go to their list of the 10 things that hopefully don't include screen time. Maybe it is a list of 10 things besides screen time that they can do. So when they're wanting to be playing video games or on the computer longer than they're supposed to, you can say it's time to go look at your list of 10 other things that you can do. Uh, number seven, my tip is to do something physically active as much as possible in the summer. The days are warm. The sun is out more. It's really a good time to be more physically active and it benefits your child big time. So I can't stress this enough, like stay physically active this summer. It helps with anxiety, depression. They're just their central nervous systems. It's going to help with their self-esteem. It can be as simple as going for walks. Maybe the family does an evening walk every night, um, riding bikes, scootering, playing in the park, joining the summer swim team, playing pickleball, whatever it is, but stay physically active because there's just so many benefits to it. It's important to put that 
on the list. It's good for mom and dad too, to help manage stress. Uh, Number eight, make time to be in nature. It's very grounding. It calms our central nervous system. Again, it helps with anxiety, depression. You could call it, you know, mood, stress. It helps with all of that. So in your community, find nature and support your child to be in it as much as possible. It's a lifelong strategy to cope with stress and the ups and downs of life to be in nature. So find nature this summer. There's hopefully you have time to be in nature. It's a beautiful time of the year to be in nature. Number nine, use the summer to volunteer in your community. Community service is a great way to feel useful in this life, to show us purpose, to help us build resiliency. Anybody can volunteer in their community, including an ADHD child. I put this on the list because I often hear parents who have children who think and act differently that um, sometimes you feel like they don't fit in or they're not good enough to do certain sports or be in the band or whatever it's going, what's ever going on. It does, your child is able to be of service to others. And the summer gives us a little bit more time and flexibility to focus on that. So this is one of my top 10 tips. Um, to focus on being service of other to others in your community. And if you're wondering where you can help, food banks and food kitchens will always accept helpers. They'll even take your children who are younger if you go with them, um, as long as a parent's with them or another adult um, to be with them. Um, you can volunteer and it's a great, great way to build self-esteem in your child. So can't recommend this enough. And then number 10, as I reflect on kind of what's most important when you're parenting a child of ADHD is to just find radical acceptance of where your child is in, in their life. Love will always win always. So no matter how worried or frustrated you are with your child, loving and accepting them for who they are will take them a long, long way in their life. So that's just my friendly key reminder to just stay grounded in loving your child for who they are and accepting them for who they are. And it's going to be okay with that kind of center, if you will, of just accepting who they are and that their arc in life is going to be different than their peers. Their arc in life is going to take longer for them to mature. And all of that is okay. And to make decisions and take action for your child in ways that benefit them to grow up to be who they are and to just stay confident in that course of life and not get too distracted by what's going on with everybody else in life. Um, So stay focused and stay centered and it's going to be okay. 
All right. So thank you for listening and being here. I appreciate your support and I hope this helps. Have a fantastic week.